to another episode of The Dating Dossier, episode three. Yay! (laughs) Thank you for being here. The next couple of weeks, I'm going to have a lot of guest episodes, so something to look forward to, but I figured before we got there, since from what I gather so far, the favorite parts of the episodes are where I share my stories, so I thought I would share a couple of pretty good ones with you this week. I'm also going to talk about a couple more of my rules. So to recap about the rules we've gone over so far, rule number one is trust your gut. And that is trusting your gut instinct. If you have a feeling about something, whether it's good or bad, try to go with it, you know, within reason. Rule number two, they have to ask you out within the first 48 hours of that continuous communication. Rule number three, They better confirm the time and place 24 hours slash the day before your date, specifically your first date, but these rules pretty much apply until you have established that you're exclusively dating. So that brings us to rule number four, which is that they should confirm with you the day of the date that you are indeed still on. Kind of my... um rule of thumb with that rule is if they haven't texted you by about 2 2 30 p.m the day of the date pretty much count on it not happening and i don't mean to say these to discourage you Um, i've kind of been well obviously (laughs) all i talk about pretty much is this podcast Um, but one thing i was explaining to one of my friends recently was that the advice that i give on this podcast is not advice on how to land the guy. Because if I had that advice, I would do that. (laughs) But this advice is more how to keep your sanity while in the dating game. So things that you can follow to kind of fall back on, have that plan, as they say, um, while you are dating. Not so much do these and land the guy. I wish I had that playbook, you guys. I really do, (laughs) but I don't. So instead, I've come up with some tips and tricks on how to stay sane in the game. Okay, so the rules that I want to talk about today, and we're going to skip some numbers because I do have an order, but we're going to talk about rule number five, which is one that I preach, 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 but it is that pay attention to a change in communication. So examples of this are... If you are doing that continuous communication, the whole, you know, rule number two, 48 hours thing, you are continuously communicating and then it turns into, so say um, every morning they say good morning. They text you good morning every morning and you're doing that for say a week and then they don't text you good morning. Please tell me that I am not alone in thinking that this is not good, okay? But then I spend time convincing myself, no, he's busy, he's allowed to have a life, he's allowed to do other things, Um, and then the other part of my brain is he's dead. So that's a good example, or that's that's a solid example I've seen, 
where they, t- they text you good morning every morning and then they stop texting you good morning. And then maybe you hear from them later that day. Maybe you don't. Sometimes that's a ghost. Sometimes that's it. You've been communicating. Maybe you have, maybe have you not, not gone out on a first date, but they stopped communicating. Now, another possibility is that they text you way later that afternoon and say, oh, sorry, work's been so busy. Work's always busy. Work is always busy for all of us. My belief is that if you are interested in someone, you will communicate that with them. And they, I don't want to say they'll know because, you know, hints and stuff, like it can be hard to pick up on, but you can make your interest obvious. And one of the ways that we do that today is the continuous communication. My parents have talked about how they hate it. I hate it because I get busy at work and don't want it. My friends will tell you that I'm a terrible texter. I will either respond every 10 seconds or I'm going to respond in three days. It just depends on what's going on. So a change in communication. So the good morning thing is an example. When they start texting you less and less. And I know you guys have seen this. I know that you've, if you're in this scene, you've experienced that. I want to talk about that. I'm going to go over some more examples and stories there. I also wanted to talk about, oh, rule number 11. Now, 11 is my favorite number. Don't know why, but it is. 11, 11, make a wish, lucky, that kind of thing. If they go out of their way to say they don't play games, they definitely do. (laughs) In my experience, the guys who come out of the gate saying, I'm not here to play games, it's as if they are straight up telling you, I'm going to waste your time and I'm going to play games. That's been my experience. It's like a, I don't know what the numbers are, but like a 10 for 10 right now. Every guy who has said that has ended up playing games. And by games, I mean ghosting or, you know, uh, making up really dramatic excuses as to why they can't go out. Which I, and I may not be the rule for this, right? Like, but I would rather know why you don't want to go out with me now i'm not saying roast me i'm not saying bully me say i'm the least funny ugliest person you've ever hung out with like i don't i don't want to roast you don't have to go into the the reason that they won and you lost is because they like football a little bit more than you do you don't have to break it down like that you can just you know be upfront. i personally enjoy that more it's made it easier for me to get over things because when I don't know, when I don't have that closure, so I hate ghosting, when you don't have that closure for me, I play everything over and over and over in my mind. I have to figure out where it went wrong. I have to figure out what happened. The unknown is killer. For me, the unknown is killer. The unknown in the beginning, like, is this going to work out? Is this going to turn into something? Drives me nuts. Then the unknown when I'm like, ooh, changing communication, something's up trust your gut gut doesn't feel good the unknown drives me wild when i know it's easy for me to say cool i mean sucks i don't like it this isn't wasn't my preference but i can work on getting over it and healing way 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 faster so that being said i would like to share the story 
the relationship story, kind of the whole thing about a guy I dated last year. So this was around my birthday. I don't know what it is about my birthday. I guess maybe because it's the end of the cuffing season. It's about to be spring, but relationships seem to always start around my birthday. So anyway, I've just noticed myself repeating that. So this was around my birthday, which is in March. Hi, Pisces. <laughs> Every episode, hi, Pisces. Um, I was driving home from work, and at the time, I had to commute an hour and a half like to and from work. So it would take me an hour and a half to get to work, and it would take me an hour and a half to get home from work. Thank you, Northern Virginia. So I was commuting home from work, and I needed to go to the grocery store right after work. So I was going to the grocery store. I was going to Harris Teeter. That's my favorite grocery store. And I was in the turning lane, and I see this car. It's this white car. And this guy, the driver, couldn't really see him, but I could tell it was a dude, was trying to turn around and look at me. Um, And I, being the aggressive for no reason driver I am, I'm like looking at him and I'm like, what what do you want? You know, what, what, what do you want? And he's like looking at me and trying to get over. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy is being really obnoxious and trying to get in front of me. So I'm like flipping him off, you know, being real brave behind that steering wheel. But he eventually gets in front of a bunch of cars that are in front of me. And I'm like, wow, that's what he wanted. Like, what's his problem? Like, that was so weird. Why did he have to turn around and look at me so aggressively? Like somebody else let him in. Anyway, I got over it in a few seconds. So then I go to the grocery store and I park. And the first thing I do is make a beeline for the bathroom because I'd just been in the car for an hour and a half. And my goal is to drink a gallon of water every day, okay? You can put two and two together. So go to the bathroom, come out. And there's a guy, pretty cute guy. I mean, to me, I said he looked like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Like that kind of, you know... Um, was sitting on the bench there's this guy sitting on the bench next to my basket I'd grab the basket put it on the bench and I like try to just sideways grab the basket like without like looking at him or spending too much time at the bench grabbing the basket so it's like I'm trying to do a drive-by like a walk-by just grab the basket and go like don't look at him you know it was just I don't know why I'm weird I this might be the whole issue ladies and gentlemen anyway Try to do this drive-by, grab my basket, got to go shopping. I was also wearing um, slippers because I would I wear heels a lot, well, sometimes. But when I wear heels, I don't like to drive in heels. So I wear slippers so that I can drive in the slippers. And so that's what I wore into the grocery store. Epitome of class, I know. So I'm wearing slippers. My hair is now in a messy bun. It's like this is my driving attire. And this guy like kind of motions at me, like, come here, come sit down. And I'm like, uh-uh. My first thought as a recruiter, it's one of my candidates, and they found me out in the wild. So I'm like, uh-uh, no, no. I'm like, uh-uh. And he's like, no, 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 come here, come here. And I'm like, do we know each other? I don't recognize this guy. And I know I need to go get my eyes checked, but, like, I don't recognize him. And he's like, no, come here. And I, I'm, this is, I start saying this out loud to him. This, this is now the out loud part. I'm like, do we know each other? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm racking my brain, right? Because like I said, I, I didn't really think he was from work because I worked an hour and a half away. So I'm like, he's not from the office. So I'm like, 
did we go to school together? And he says, yeah, I'm thinking college, right? And he's like, it's me. First name, last name. And I'm like, oh my God, no way. I was like, what? I hadn't seen him in years. He looked way different. You know, talk about a glow up. Um, so I hadn't seen this guy. Well, I think he visited once in college. Okay, so that backstory is that I had this friend group in high school that was very, very close, made up of guys and girls. And he was part of that friend group. And we hung out a couple times in college, and then everybody dispersed, you know, went off, did their careers, relationships, things like that. So we dispersed. Um, some have had kids, you know, the, you know the drill. So um, I was like, no way, I hadn't seen him, I guess if it was in college, that was like four years, something like that. And he'd had a real glow up. So I was like, what? So we sit, so I sit down on the bathroom bench. It's, I mean, it's outside the bathrooms, but still it's the bathroom. It's like the bathroom bench slash wait for the pharmacy bench. Um, so we sit there for like 45 minutes catching up. And it was, it was great. I had a great time. It was super fun. Then finally, um, he's like, what do you need from the grocery store? And I was like, well, I'm getting sh- sushi. Cause again, just real, you know, <laughs> living it up over here balling on a budget um so i get this sushi there because it's pretty fresh it's never made me sick actually i recommend it you know if you're craving sushi harris teeter sushi gets the job done and then you can grocery shop so i was like oh i'm getting sushi and dog food you know all that good stuff and i was like what are you getting he's like oh nothing we kind of walked to the door doors like back towards the doors because he's like i need to go to the produce and he leaves and I was just like, oh, that was great. Oh, my gosh, it was so funny, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I told him he needed to text me. And I was like, I'm one of those people that if I say I want to hang out, I mean it. Like, I don't, I'm not part of the whole thing of like, oh, let's say we hang out and we never hang out. No, I'm an extrovert. Like, when I say that, I mean that. Like, <laughs> I really do want to hang out with you. So then as he's leaving, I'm like, were you shopping at the grocery store? And he's like, no. And I was just like, okay. I didn't take a deeper dive, didn't really look into it. I was just like, that was fun. I was just, my mind was so blown that I had run into this person that was several life stages removed from where I was. Because, so this is a high school friend. So I've been to college. I had moved to North Carolina, gone through several jobs. I'd now moved back to Virginia. And I was running into a high school friend. So that's what I mean by like, several life stages behind so my mind is blown right now so I wasn't even thinking past where we were so we had talked about how we needed we were gonna we liked Game of Thrones somehow that came up the the final season hadn't come out yet so if you liked Game of Thrones you still liked it at this point so we talk about how we make sure we have our numbers both of us still had our numbers from high school and my birthday was that weekend um and so I gave him my number I didn't get his or I confirmed it was the same something happened anyway I was waiting for him to text me well he texted me happy birthday the next day and I was like oh you so you did take my number you did remember anyway so he asks me out for the following week we go out and we go out to a wine bar near my apartment and then we get dinner he's like hey have you eaten dinner And I just really like it when a guy asks me out um, to dinner by saying, like, have you eaten yet? Like, I, this just, it's efficient to me. And I'm like, 
nope because usually i have not <laughs> and it's just like are you are, do you want to eat dinner do you want to order pizza things like that um yeah because if you're like are you hungry as a girl i'm gonna be like Ugh. i'll probably say it but it's still like i'd rather just be like do you want to do this yes or no so anyway that's an aside we go out to dinner um and we're talking about you know game of thrones and how we're gonna hang out and so then i'm trying to figure i'm trying to get the scoop right because we we hadn't talked over messaging i told you guys in a previous episode that i don't like to get super invested over messaging i'd rather do that in person because i feel like you can read the body language you can read the tone all of the above so i'm trying to figure out if he is married if he's engaged if he's in a relationship if he's in a relationship with a guy or a girl right i i did not know where the playing field was all i knew was that he had a glow up and i was attracted to him um and we'd been friends but it was kind of one of those things where i was like i was cool if we're friends but like i'm attracted to him so it's like that's just a plus for me so i'm like kind of asking him how i okay i'm pretending like i'm subtle no i was not what i asked was we're at this wine bar and he lived his apartment was like right there where we were and i was like is your girlfriend gonna burst through the door any minute that was my that was my subtlety um and he was like no and i was like is your boyfriend and he was like no and i was like i'm just i'm just trying to see what's going on so then we talked about how we were single all that good stuff right now it's kind of like okay now i know where we are where we stand so then we made plans to watch game of thrones at my apartment he comes over we're re-watching game of thrones and guys this is really cute so he was trying to like scoot closer and closer on the couch which i did not notice i mean i have the podcast the dating dossier but sometimes you gotta smack me over the head with stuff he's like scooting closer and closer um and then his arm was kind of brushing my arm is very cute very high school but very cute it'd been a long time since it had been cute like that if you know what i'm saying so like brushing my arm getting closer gets even closer you know finally i go to like get the remote or my drink or something you know you like lean forward then you lean back his arms around you it's like oh there it goes you know i set it up you knocked it down perfect so we're sitting there um and that was great watching game of thrones awesome I am a talker during movies. I ask questions. He'd watched all of the seasons at least six times. So he was all about explaining the little nuances, things like that. We go to walk back out to his car. I walk him out to his car because my building is like fob entry. So half of it's I kind of have to and the other half is I'm like, he hasn't made a move yet. Well, I mean the arm thing, but he hadn't kissed me or anything yet. Walk him out to the car. He was holding pizza because we'd order pizza. He was holding the pizza box. He, in one foul swoop, right? He's holding the the pizza box. Uh, Because he had said, he was like, do you want to order pizza? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to order pizza on a Sunday. Watch Game of Thrones. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. Um, So he had the pizza box because I was sending the leftovers home with him because I I do try to be good during the week. Good, quote unquote, whatever. Um, Okay, I'm on one side like on his right side and pizza's in the left hand he dramatically almost like he's throwing a frisbee puts the pizza box down on the back of the car spins around and kisses me it was perfect um 
so then I was like oh you're like you're in I didn't know you're like interested and he was like yeah and then he's like I knew you were interested when you were asking like where my girlfriend was blah 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 and I was like okay this is in my head dialogue I'm like okay I was trying to figure out like where we stood at all but yeah I guess it did come across like you know (laughs) I was super into you interested so then he's like when can I see you again which I love that you know the interest up front when can I see you again such a sucker for it all right then we're dating okay um well we started seeing each other hanging out dating blah 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 blah. okay this is what I find out about the car I don't know if you guys saw this coming but I asked him were you going to the grocery store that day and he said no he had seen months ago this happened on my birthday and in October I had put a picture of my car up on social media because I got in a fender bender when I had really recently when I had moved here I'd been here like a month and I got in a fender bender somebody rear-ended me on 66 surprise surprise so I put a picture up but did not include my license plate just my bumper stickers now some of my bumper stickers are pretty identifiable he saw those stickers knew I lived in the town I lived in which is the town he lived in and um was uh, had the lookout for those stickers and then he saw it and he was the car that looked like they were trying to get in front of me and cut me off he was staring at me because he was trying to figure out if it was me. And I was like, okay, A, hair's in a musty bun. I'm wearing a blazer. He can't see yet that I'm wearing slippers. I'm also wearing giant sunglasses. I'm like nothing. I was, it was like I was trying to be disguised. Um, so I have, I made this probably why he was trying to look so hard. But anyway, so he then followed me to the grocery store. Now, he did say that he was really glad it was a grocery store, not my apartment, because he didn't feel like he could commit to following me to the apartment. But he committed to following me to the grocery store and admit and committed to admitted. So he committed and admitted that he'd followed me to the grocery store and to the bathroom and waited outside. And I guess knew it was me. I feel like I look different since I was like 19, but... I guess he'd seen on social media. He's not active on social media. He does not have social media, but he uses his friend's account to like lurk sometimes. I understand what this is starting to look like, okay? But here's how I looked at it. I thought because of Lifetime, well, no, I think I meant to say Hallmark, but it is more like a Lifetime movie. Um, this is how it's supposed to be. It's a big dramatic thing and they they're looking for your car and then they recognize it and then they follow you and it's this big dramatic gesture and I was like this is it and we're reconnected from high school I mean that was like a movie plot to me so I was just googly-eyed I mean it was like the most romantic thing that had ever happened to me which I feel like I say that a lot but (laughs) um definitely this chalked up to pretty impressive as far as effort from a guy goes right like he was looking for a sticker saw the sticker followed me to the store anyway so that's how we reconnected and then we're dating and things are going great he's checking all the boxes he's treating me exactly how i want to be treated which is awesome had not really happened too often before 
still wanted to see me, continued to see me after dates. It was like, you know, it was kind of like, when's the other shoe going to drop, right? Which I hate saying that. And I I don't don't mean to sound like I have a self-fulfilling prophecy, but anyway, we like went to the Cherry Blossom Festival together in DC and both ended up hating it. Like I, I'm just, it's not worth it. Like you can see the cherry blossoms like all over Arlington, all over other parts of Northern Virginia, and you do not have to go wait for 45 minutes for a porta potty and have access to no food or water and be pushed around by two million people you can just see the trees elsewhere okay i'm just gonna there's there's your (laughs) plug but we saw the cherry blossom festival and it was like it was a fun experience like now i'm glad i kind of checked that off the bucket list but i would not do it again i would do arlington and do another one but i would not go with two million people up there it was crazy so we were doing that um we had a bunch of cute stuff we did he made a list of all of the activities that he wanted us to do together he like a little paper list and i I mean i just was like this is so sweet this is so cute this is great now i enjoy hiking i call it hiking it's like walking on a well-defined trail in normal sneakers and usually i can take my little teeny tiny lap dog with me so I enjoy hiking. Well, he likes hiking, hiking, like where you bring a backpack and camping gear and you walk with it on your back and you go somewhere into the wilderness and you sleep out in the woods camping using only what you brought on your back. I, that is, I've never been camping. I would like to go one day, but it would, I'm telling you right now, it would have to be a glamping style because there's no way that I could bring everything I would need for multiple nights in my backpack that's first world problems whatever I'm just no no way if it can fit in my backpack it cannot protect me from a bear okay that's all I'm saying so he likes serious stuff okay he invited me on a hike now I knowing my limits am like you know I think five to eight is about the max I could five is normal for like I can do a five mile hike i mean i should call it like trail walk i can do five miles that's good for me eight miles would be pushing it he wanted to do a trail in the shenandoah when the shenandoah national park and it was eight miles and i was like that would be good i probably won't bring joe lee that would be a lot for her little tiny legs i think he said don't bring her there's a couple hills things like that so he was like yeah it'll be about eight miles so i go well i actually buy a new outfit at target um to go hiking like i bought a hiking outfit i was pretty proud of it i thought it's pretty cute so i got new leggings uh new sports bra sweatshirt did not get new sneakers wore the old sneakers so i go i bring protein bars a box of protein bars a big water bottle and then just me we get there and he says we get there early in the morning it's like we're there by like 10 and he says that we won't need my water bottle because he has a big one and we could just bring like one protein bar i was like okay yeah you're the expert i'm probably being super extra over here so we start walking it's really pretty there's the shenandoah river shenandoah river you know what i'm saying so we are hiking and i'm enjoying it i'm talking we're 10 minutes in there's a bunch of mud 
So we're trying to get across the mud and I am like, okay, if I get up on this ledge, then I won't have to walk through the mud because I did not want my feet to get wet because I was wearing sneakers, right? I didn't want my feet to get wet and then be wet for the next several hours. Like, no, thank you, athlete's foot. So I try to climb up this ledge to get around the mud puddle. And what happens is when I go to climb up, my foot slips down and I land in the mud. My entire leg is covered in mud. So I'm like, I'm ready to go home. This, I, like, I was like, this isn't fun anymore. Now I'm dirty and cold and wet because it was probably not quite 60 degrees yet because it was still kind of early in the morning in the woods. I mean, he's laughing. I'm laughing too because it is hilarious. And now I'm covered in mud. My new outfit that I bought for hiking, okay, that is a joke, um, is covered in mud. Here's where shit gets serious. So um, we're walking down the trail and this white woman, I'm sure her name was Karen, was looking at me, walking towards me. And she's like, oh, looks like somebody took a spill. And I was like, I'm sorry. Am I hallucinating? Is this, you're not supposed to say that to people. And I was like, I was like, well, yeah, you're going to take a spill too. Um, and hey, hey, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's, it's not that serious. And I'm like, no, she is insulting. She is mean. She's belittling. I just, <laughs> I was on one. Now I had, I, I now had a place to direct all my feelings about getting my new outfit dirty. So we walked down to the river um, and he splashes water on my pants and tries to clean them off. And it was like really, it was really nice. It felt really cute. We put on bug spray. We're still walking. It's great. We are walking for a few hours, drinking the water a little bit. We end up climbing up a hill. So we start going up a hill. It's kind of like little mountains like rolling hills, I guess, kind of, well, they're, they're significant enough to where the trails kind of cut back and forth up the side. They don't just go straight up the hill. Okay. So we're on one of those and we end up having to turn around because he's like, we're going the wrong direction. And I was like, okay, yeah, I have no idea where we are now. He had a map. I didn't really look at the map and that was my mistake. So what you need to do, this, this is a piece of advice that I am saying, like go into things doing this. If you are going to go on a trail, look at the map before you go and know where you are in relation to the trail and kind of as you go along. Because what happens otherwise is once you're kind of in the middle of these mountains and you look at a map, it can be very difficult to figure out where you are. We're hiking up this hill and it had been a few hours, so I'm like, let's, you know, have our protein bar, have some water, sit on this bench thing. So the bench is on the edge of the hill, and this part of the hill was kind of like a cliff. Like, it was a sheer drop-off, and he was like, came up to me, and he was like, pretended to shove me, and he's like, this is where I push you off the cliff. I just looked at him, and I'm like, looked down over the cliff, and I'm like, well, there's a ledge right there, so if you push me off here, you're going to have to climb down there and push me off that one, too. And his reaction was like... It was just like, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, oh, ha, ha. Oh, now we're in the woods. Oh, now I'm, this is it. This is it for me. I have no backup plan. I have nothing. I had my phone and my Apple Watch and my life. So I feel like I'm really setting this up. He didn't, he, he didn't leave me for dead. Well, 
you know what? I'm not going to say that either. So we're hiking and we start to get to the eight mile point, which I can track on my watch. Okay. Like I was like, uh, I thought we were going to be done at eight miles. And it's like, we're like in the middle of it to me. Cause we, it took us forever to get to these Hills. And now we've been in these Hills and like, how do we get out? And he wouldn't let me see the map. Now I will reiterate, I wouldn't have exactly known where we were, but I wanted to see the map. I don't see the map. At this point, I'm starting to get done. Sweatshirt tied around my waist. Um, My hat, I think he was wearing the hat at this point. Like I was like getting really done uh, because I'm thirsty. We ran out of water. So about mile eight is where we ran out of water. So I was very thirsty. We're no longer near the river either. The river is like on the other side of the hills and now we're like in the hills. So I'm like, I am so thirsty. And he's like, well, I think there's this uh, horse barn a mile up this way. So if we go up to the horse barn, we can drink the water from like like pump the water that they pumped in the trough. So we do this extra two mile thing because it's one mile there, one mile back to the trail. And there was no water. So now I'm starting to get pissed because I'm really thirsty. I I drink a gallon of water a day, guys. So the thing about that is, um, I will warn you, if you drink that much water a day, then your body starts to crave it. So I was like way thirstier than I would have been had I been doing this like before I started the gallon of water a day thing. So I'm like super thirsty. He was trying to get us to play games like we were playing 20 questions and we were playing the version of 20 questions where it's like you think of something and then the other person has 20 guesses to guess the thing. But at this point, I'm super irritated. I barely want to speak. I'm not having fun anymore. Um, My feet are really hurting. Like my legs are hurting. Like (laughs) it's just not fun. And there's no end in sight. And that was what was hard because it wasn't like, oh, push through for another hour. No, we started at 10 a.m. It was now probably like 3 p.m. And there was no end in sight. We're still in these stupid hills in the Shenandoah. I was like, I hope I get bit by a snake at this rate. Like, cougar, come take me. Bear, fight me. Like, I was done. But it didn't end. It kept, we kept going. So then at probably like mile 12, I'm like, we've hiked 12 miles. Like, this is blowing. I didn't even know I could do that. I was like, hey, legs, how you doing? I don't think you're attached to my body anymore. So I wanted to check in we keep hiking we keep going we he's like it's it's he's like the car is only half a mile away and i'm like how do you know you're not even looking at the map i don't cry because i did not have enough liquid in my body to make tears but i was making like the cry face i'm sure um i was so upset i was like we're not gonna get there then we had to walk up a final hill but I didn't know it was the final hill. So I'm like crawling up this thing. I'm like, oh my God, this is where I was. He's going to leave me for dead. He's going to walk me to the point of exhaustion and he's going to leave me here for dead because it'd be convenient. And I would let him at that point. I was like, great solution to me. He says, it's right up here. And I'm like, it's not, it's another half a mile. And he's like, literally the car is through these trees. And finally he was right. So then we get to the car and he's like, do you want to go walk over and look at the lookout? And I'm like, yeah, I might as well because I'm dead now. So this is no longer my body and we can do whatever you want. So we walked over and looked at the sunset over the river. At the sunset. Okay, we started 
at 10 a.m. and we were now looking at the sunset. It was beautiful. I will grant that it was beautiful. So then we drive home and I'm in so much pain and I, (laughs) my feet hurt. I didn't have the proper footwear. It was just, it was like not great. In total, we walked 13.5 miles. We climbed 72 stairs. It was 36,000 steps. That's what my Apple watch told me. And I believe that sucker. Um, I took a picture of it and I sent it to everyone I knew. And my family was like, are you sure you're not dead? And I'm like, no, I like, I know I'm dead actually. We're driving home and we were going to have pizza for dinner that night. And I was like, oh my God, I do not want to have to go into the restaurant and get this pizza because I felt gross. And he was like, oh, I was going to drop you off so you could take a shower and, you know, relax and I'll go get the pizza. And I was like, oh my God, this guy is so great. Even though he just tried to kill me. Like, I'm so happy. So he did. He went and got the pizza. It was great. That was a, you know, perfect solution for me. How that one ended was, so we were dating my birthday. Cherry Blossom Festival went out in April. His birthday was in May. And it was around his birthday where things started to go downhill. So we would watch game, the new season of Game of Thrones had come out at that point, And we were watching it together every Sunday. That was kind of our thing. His birthday came. And his favorite dessert is cheesecake. And my favorite dessert is cheesecake. So I was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to make a cheesecake. And by learn, I mean, I'm just going to do it once. Like, I'm just going to make a cheesecake. Like, I wasn't worried about practicing. Um, so I was like, I'm going to make a cheesecake for his birthday. So I went and bought the spring foam, spring form pan at Bed Bath & Beyond. And, you know, did the whole water bath in the oven, made the cheesecake. I was super proud of it. And it turned out perfectly, by the way. And for his birthday gift, since now he'd been dating for like almost three months, I was like, I feel like I should get him something, but I didn't know what to get him. So I was like, I just got him camping gear. I got him a giant water bottle, actually, because I was like, if we're going to share one water bottle, it's got to be this one. And like a fork that could turn into a bunch of stuff. Anyway, got him like camping stuff because I was like, that'll be safe. For the birthday card, I spent a long time. I mean, probably like half an hour looking at the cards trying to find something that wasn't like either childish or too romantic I found one I think that had a joke about like hiking or a trail or something I found a fitting one that was like okay and I could write whatever I wanted on the inside and I thought that was cute I thought that would be quote-unquote safe so get him the camping gear making the cheesecake get the birthday present we go and see some Avengers movie at the theater we get back and I asked him to come up to the apartment. He's dropping me off. And he acted super weird about getting the presents. Like I could tell he thought it was too much. So then I'm already feeling dumb. Because I was like I put effort into it not being too much. And he still thought it was too much. He didn't, he didn't like it. But he loved the cheesecake. He did like that. So then he goes home. And lo and behold we have the change in communication. I start hearing from him less and less and he did not ask when he could see me again and so far we'd been making active plans like when we were going to see each other so I knew trust your gut that it you know danger will Robinson I'll also mention the other rule rule 11 that says if they don't play games they definitely will in the parking garage when he'd kissed me for the first time 
he looked me dead in the eyes and said, I'm not going to play any games. I like you. I want to, like, see where this goes. Okay, now we're back. So I knew. I was like, he did not like those gifts, and I think I scared him off. That was hard. That was a hard pill to swallow, as they say. Um, and I don't know if you guys are screaming, like, oh, you can't scare off the wrong one. Or, no, 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 wait. You, you will scare off the wrong one. You can't scare off the right one. That's true. And I believe that. Like, he obviously wasn't the right one. But at the same time, I was like, shoot, what could I have done differently? I don't regret it. It's just at the time it sucked. So, so then the next week, we kind of have a standing date of seeing Game of Thrones. At this point, it had been like at least two months. I don't think it was quite three, but it was at least two months. And we'd been spending every Sunday together watching Game of Thrones. Well, he... and. For those who watch Game of Thrones, it comes on at like nine o'clock. So at like four, he texted me and said, hey, would you be mad if I watched Game of Thrones with my friends, his guy friends? That made me mad. The phrase, like, would you be mad? Because to me, that felt like I was being put on the spot of if I say yes, I look like a bitch. If I say no I'm a cow toe so I said no I'm not mad but you know it is kind of like last minute and he was like I'm sorry you know blah 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 blah. and I was like well whatever you know it was just what was mainly frustrating to me was that because it was 4 p.m it would have been difficult to make other plans we don't watch it together and I knew I was like okay the first thing he's doing is canceling the standing date that's not great but I'm like you know what don't go worst case scenario it doesn't have to be the worst case scenario let's see what happens then he doesn't ask to see me at all that week I talk about getting together like Tuesday or Wednesday and he's like oh let's do Wednesday and then Wednesday came and he canceled and said let's do Thursday he like moved the dates twice that week well then we get together finally I think on the Thursday and we decided to do a walk like a neighborhood walk near where we lived and we did the whole walk but he wasn't really talking to me and I could just feel it I could just feel something wasn't right and then we went to dinner and then we came back to the apartment and then I asked him if he would like to go river tubing in the Shenandoah which was you know his place with my brother and his friends and he was like actually no and pretty much was like we need to talk and I was like great here it is all right we'll do it you know I kind of thought if you were going to do this you would have started with it but fine now that we've spent three and a half hours together please break up with me um so then he said he didn't think we were on the same page and he thought I was way more into it than he was and he can't give me what I want and I'm like okay first of all you obviously don't know what I want and you are now putting words in my mouth and making decisions for me which at this point if we're coming to this conclusion then you're right you you can't give me what I want you don't know what I want but it's unfortunately it's unfortunate that you waited until you had already made these decisions before even talking to me so couldn't give you what you want think we're on a different page it's like okay well, you're the one who followed me to a grocery store, spotted my car, made all these plans, made a list on a piece of paper of activities we would do together. I mean, I'm sorry. I thought I was kind of just finally meeting you. Like, it takes me a while 
to finally trust that something is real and going somewhere and I can, you know, kind of relax. And it's like, I just gone to that point and was like, okay, I'll meet him halfway. I'll come, you know, get in the camping gear, make the cheesecake. And I guess, yeah, it does sound like it's a lot, but I felt like I was just kind of meeting him where, like with his energy and it was too much. It scared him. Like I knew it did. I knew from his reaction that it scared him. Maybe in hindsight, I should have been like, well, don't leave with the camping gear. If it's so freaky, only take a bite of cheesecake, not the whole thing. It could have gone differently, I suppose. But he said, you know, he didn't feel the same. He thought we were on different pages, all that jazz. And it did hurt, especially, like I said, because I just come to a point where I like was relaxing and thought it was, you know, thought it was real, but it ended he wanted to remain friends. He made a comment that I was too extroverted. He's very, very introverted. And I was too extroverted, so we were too different. And I was like, well, I understand where you're coming from. And if that's how you feel, I'm not going to argue with it, right? But for like me, when we're talking about like what I need and what I'm looking for, I balance better with an introvert. Not super, not like hermit introvert, but... I do balance better with an introvert because I'm so extroverted. So it's like a little bit of balance. My parents are balanced. My dad's an extrovert. My mom's an introvert. Uh, With my brother and sister-in-law, they're both kind of extroverted introverts. So they, but one or the other will be doing one or the other. So they balance really well. I believe balance is the best. But at the same time, you don't want to be on extreme ends because that's not going to exactly create balance. So that was one of his points too. We are still friends now. We hang out. There was a gap of time where we didn't because I needed just time away and time to heal, all that stuff. But we are friends now and I can call him to hang out and he can invite me over and it's really just friends, you know, (laughs) nothing, nothing to report and it's really healthy. So I am glad for that. And I guess what I'm saying with that is if you're worried about taking that next step with a friendship, I don't think it ruins the friendship. I really don't. If it ruins the friendship, when it comes down to it, what kind of friendship was it? You know, I hate to say that, but it probably wasn't super healthy if, you know, it completely ruins it. But I'm not saying you won't need time to heal. You won't need time apart. But we are friends now and we're good. Glad we have each other in our lives. And I don't regret trying to date he still was one of the sweetest. He still put the most effort in. You know, I think the problem was he scared himself. I really do. And I don't know if that makes sense, but I really do think he kind of scared himself a little bit with it. But, you know, uh, c'est la vie. Anyway, guys, wanted to share that story with you. See your, your thoughts on that. Going to have a couple of guests coming up. Some pretty exciting stuff. The episode all on red flags will be coming in March, in later March. I also, next week, you guys are going to get to hear from my brother and sister-in-law themselves. They'll be reporting on their first year of marriage, which is a very exciting, very cool perspective. That's what we'll be talking about next week, which hopefully you have enjoyed what you've heard so far. 
please subscribe. Please rate on iTunes. I know the episodes have been lagging getting up there, but they are appearing on iTunes. Please rate, subscribe, follow on Spotify, listen on the Podbean link at the dating dossier. Please email your stories to me. I would love, love, love for the episode after next. So in two weeks for a listener files episode, I do have some stories I would love even more. So if you thought about sending me a story, if you thought about sending me screenshots, anything like that, please send them my way. You can find me on Instagram at the dating dossier. You can also email them to Gmail, the dating dossier at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Everyone's support, everyone who shares the posts on their stories and share with their friends and families. You guys have no idea. It blows my mind every time I get a notification. I will ask if you are putting it on your story, anything like that, make sure you're tagging me so I can give you a shout out and just make sure you're tagging me so I can make sure that I see it. That would be awesome. Again, I really appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dating Dossier. Send me your stories.